Oh, yeah. This is Art Halloran from um, Trillian Energy, and um, I'm here to give a really nice chat. Uh, I can see again. I think we saw you back in a, a April. A um, few things are happening. Things are moving quickly. Um, just want to talk to you first um, before we kind of get into drilling, etc. Was about the recent farming um, announcement. Not quite sure how the market's taken it. I think some people are looking at that as a sort of change of strategy. Uh, others may be looking at that as a sort of you know add-on. So, who, who's right? How are you viewing it? Why did you do it? Yeah, so from the very beginning, I've always said that SASB was going to be the, the cash engine. And then this time, it also turns out to be the technical engine because people are noticing us because of success. And we were going to do the SASB, and we we're always going to do an expiration block, an expiration block that was going to add a lot more value. So it had to be big. It couldn't be small. And this um, huge... Um, oil-type property is a continuation of the one in northern Iraq and, and Syria. And there are some billion barrel fields, 600 million barrel fields. So that some of the conversations that you're mentioning is people are saying, oh, here we go. It's, the clock is reset. We're now a long lead item again, long term. And they're not going to continue with SCSB. Well, we are continuing with SCSB. We are now a gas-producing company. We have the field developed, and we're going to continue to develop after we maximize our gas production at the time. So we've actually have done what we said we're going to be doing. But but let's be let's be clear because I think it's easy for people to kind of get get confused or get worried about things, all right? So because it's um, because of the part of the world that you're in, first of all, there's an offshore project. Offshore tends to be expensive. You, you, I think we've talked in the past about 11, 13 million sort of dollar type um, holes um, that, that you're putting in. So economically, does S, SASB stack up? Let's, let's clear that up. Yeah, so SASB with the, um, the wells, like the $13 million wells and the gas that we find and the price we're getting at $11.65 does stack up and is, is economic. And um, so all we're really doing now is we have the five wells and it initially was going to be six of five wells and two recompletions. And what we've really done is done five wells, one recompletion. And instead of the second recompletion, we slipped in those six side tracks. And all we have done is move those six side tracks to mid 2024 because we are doing our 3D seismic uh, reprocessing. That'll be finished in September and we're mapping it. And already we can see some fairly good-sized stratigraphic expiration gas projects on SCSB. So it's much better to sit there and you have your S your stratigraphic expiration targets, your follow-up targets from Program A, and your sidetracks. And capital is always finite. And so pick the best selection of those, and um, that would be our next uh, next drilling program. In the meantime, all the wells that we have drilled, we've actually hit more gas pay than the offset, and some of them are at fairly high pressure. So when we maximize the, the gas production, we'll probably end up doing better than we anticipated, and we will have good production from now until we um, restart our program. And, and we have the, a rofer on the rig, 
Now, when you talk about the onshore versus the offshore, the offshore, we have one rig. So it's very competitive. Like you say, it's $12 million, $13 million well. Onshore, there's lots of land rigs. The wells cost actually two and a half million, and then there's a five hundred thousand, um, you know, like road costs and so on. Offshore, our goal was about one a million BOEs for the thirteen million bucks. Onshore, we could find a five million, fifty million, or five hundred million barrel field for three million dollars, right? It's right. a way I, I, cheaper. I get, I get that. All right. And it is way cheaper, and, and but that's the point. And I kind of, kind of want to just let me just stick with the offshore, but because I want to make sure people understand the, the, the rationale here, right? You're saying that, and I don't mind this. Um, you know, um, it's it's an it's an add-on rather than an instead of. I think that's what we're hearing, or people should be hearing loud and clear. But you and, and we also say to our investors um, or subscribers here, you know, if the data changes, you can change your mind, right? It, that, that's the sensible thing to do here. But would you, if you'd not picked up the onshore uh, assets, would you be still be moving your plans to 2024 or would you actually be carrying on because the market expects you to kind of carry on with something? Yeah, that's that, like I never anticipated because we were always going to pick up an expiration block. But if we did not have anything else, I still would have been in the same position I am right now. I would still do the same because when you when you drill for a year, you find things out. So an example would be we drilled five wells, and so we we know all the things about it, the cost and so on. The wells cost $13 million. It is bad business not to take a look at everything and say, okay, can we do it cheaper and can we do it faster, right? At the same time, we might end up saying if we continued, we, we would drill the side tracks and we spend that capital, and then we look at the fact that some of the stratigraphic targets are larger. And instead of two wells, we could do it one well because it's not not faulted. And also the other thing I tried to get across to the investors is that with our facility right now, because we end up having better gas at, at higher pressure, it's we're not having problems, we're having challenges. So an example, and this is a specific, a specific example right now with Alapili, the well we just put on now, we have to produce that severely choked back. So we're at a 2064 choke, and normally they produce at a 3264 inch choke. The reason why we have to choke it back, and it's still producing 9 million cubic feet per day at that choke, is because of the pipeline pressure. When the gas goes into the pipeline, it builds up the pressure, and it was going to back out our other well, the Hanley, which is also a good producer, right? And we're producing 14 million cubic feet right now with three wells. And so what's, what's happened is when we, when we end up backing out one of the other wells, and it's like sending a, a pressure wave through it, the wells have to also produce through the water, and it, it gets to water block, right? And so we're going to be using an ESP on West Akachoka and solve that problem. But if we continue to drill wells, we're going to find gas. We're going to invest 13 or $11 million dollars. And then that well is going to sit there and maybe not produce at its maximum production. And so we're not, we're not paying back the capital as fast as we could, right? Right. Okay. So what I'm hearing is 
you're taking the new data and you're trying because these fields need to be managed right it's, it's a balancing act isn't it where um you can't go full bore off on one side of the field and, and expect it not to affect anything else yeah you, know, you know nearby of course of course it won't so yeah, I, I understand that um but maybe just in terms of um, simplifying it for some of the audience who are perhaps not quite as um, au fait with matters. Um, can you just can you talk about that component in terms of the you know getting getting that balance right and some of the some of the variables that you've got um, or some of the tools you've got available to you to, to to do that? You mean for like in the production in the field? Well, yeah, yeah, because you're talking you're talking about being um, we're taking this as an opportunity to uh, maximize efficiencies effectively, right? Yeah, okay. So you've got some tools, you've got some data available to you, but you're also going to have some tools available to you that you're going to want to work at the best the best balance for when you get into 2024 versus how you've been doing it, you know, to date. That, so what does that look uh, like? Yeah, I understand. So I can say that we can do a short-term fix and the investors will be happy and they'll see everything fine. But my goal is not short-term fixes. My goal is to get the reserves that we've found. And how do you do a short-term fix? You perforate another zone, you increase the pressure of a well that's been, been blocked off and it comes back on. The long-term fix is what's happened is that this is not an unknown problem. It's because we've done the directional drilling we have an S-curve that goes down a long, almost like a horizontal section, and then it dips down into the gas. And when the well stops producing, as these wells produce a little bit of water, the borehole fills up with water. And so now if you have back pressure in that weighted water at the perforations, it doesn't produce. This is a common thing in horizontal gas wells. All you need to do is pump some of the water off. So you lower the weight at the perforation intervals, and we're using a slim hole ESP, which is quite amazing because we can slip it down our four and a half inch uh, tubing. They use that in other other places in the, the shale gas in the United States. And so we're going to be testing that at West Akachoka because regardless, we'll end up using that in all our wells in the future anyways, because right now the wells are stopping at 2 million cubic feet per day, which is quite how, quite high because of the long interval of the water. But if we use, if we pump the water off, we can probably pump the gas down to like 200 MCF per day. The other thing that's really advantageous of it is that right now we perforate a zone. And then when it pressure goes down, we perforate another zone. If we manage the water and, and pump the water off with the ESP, we can perforate all the zones because we don't worry if there's water coming in because we can pump it off. So this is this is how we can solve it. The short-term fix, and we're doing it in South South Akachoka, is we're going to go in and perk more more zones. So we'll go from the two million cubic feet per day that it it was stopped at, and go back up to four, and that will give us instant um, revenue. But at the same time, we have to solve it for long term, and we're doing that with the slim hole ESP. Right. Okay. Understood. And I guess the other components of this is, is um, money, right? So when we f first talked about a year ago, when you first started drilling uh, about a year ago, you, it was into a very high uh, gas and uh, price environment. It's obviously come off a, 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 a bit um, into say more reasonable and normal normal type numbers. But you, you took advantage of that. That kind of allowed you to fund fund things, fund programs, fund fund drilling. Um, right now, in terms, you said it's an economic. Uh, the, the offshore is 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 economic, but 
with this um, sort of stretching out, elongating of the plan, um, how are you for money today? What does that do to your kind of cash needs? And will, obviously, we've got to talk about the onshore farming. Um, it's going to need financing. How, how does how, What does that look like? Yeah, okay. So again, for this one, there's actually two issues. And the two issues are money and how the money is managed. So we, because we did the long reach directional drilling um, we had to bite the bullet in a lot of a lot of stuff because nobody believed we could drill it, and so we had to, with our partner, we could not. A normal JOV, you say I want to drill this well, and you get paid up front. And uh, this, the first program A, was we had to show we could drill the well, and once we set the packer, they knew the well was safe. We did a cash call, a cash call, and TPO paid their their percentage, right? The next set of wells, it's up front. So the reason why I'm saying that is so we were stretched because we had to carry the full price of uh, the $13 million. Then we did a cash call and we got half that back. And the next program, that's not going to happen. We're going to get the money up front so we don't have that, that um, have to manage the money as much. The second aspect of it is the burn rate is about $6 million a month when we drill. Well, if we don't drill, we don't have that burn rate. But we're still making the same amount of revenue. So if we weren't making the $6 million before, say we're making $4 million a month, and right now with the $14 million, we're at $11.65. We were making um, about $2.3 million US. That's our percentage. And once we get the short-term and the long-term fix, we should be able to double that. So now you're making $4 million um, at least a month, and you're not having a $6 million burn rate. Your your burn rate's about a million dollars. So now you're pocketing about $3 million. When you look, so that means in the future, right, we have, them, we have some money saved and so on. But at the same time, when you look at the oil prospect versus the offshore, the magnitude, required capital is quite different. So it's a good farming. For the first 2023, we have to spend about three to $4 million US on on seismic. I just said we're going to be making 2.3 at least with three wells US a month revenue. For 2024, we have to drill four wells. There are two and a half plus a half, so that's 12, $12 million for 2024. We have to pay to the 100%. We have now earned into the block. The expiration part of the block continues for two more years, and each year we have to drill three wells, but at only 50% cost because the other partner comes in. So if you look at the cost for the expiration block, it's manageable. It's, that's not a, an issue. But like you say, if, if we start looking back at um, reinitiating SESB, we have to have some cash in our in our pocket. And like I was saying, that's why I want to sit back and say, okay, what is the best impact for the dollar on SCSB? But if we happen to hit in uh, the oil prospect, that's a, a, that's a different ballgame. Absolutely. Um, but again, let me just, fin- I want to finish on, on SASB. So you, um, it will generate you that amount of cash per month, which 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 is great, and without the drilling between now and and so when he, when he, when you talk about twenty twenty four program, 
what are we talking about? Q1, two, three, or four? How long will you be drilling at these kind of lower uh, op, op, OPEX uh, costs with the cash coming in? How much can you save up, I guess? Yeah, so our, right right now, the side tracks, we still have the side tracks. They're all ready to go, and we actually have bought most of the long lead items. So those will be, if, there, if nothing else comes out, we would end up doing, um, start initiating initiating drilling that. So you talked about May, June. For the, the large expiration ones, if they're close to a tripod or a platform, that's less capital. If they happen to be, and that's why we have to take a look at it, you find a large um, stratigraphic one and maybe it's close to some of the other structural ones that you can't reach, you now have to say, okay, we have to do another platform or a tripod. And now that's starting to run into into capital, right? So you got to sit back and see see where you are and say, okay, can we can we do that or not? Like I would I would like to be in a position for the next phase, depending on our um, facility and so on, like will we fix that? Another four or five wells, six wells, seven wells, right? Okay. And 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 I guess if there's new data, you'll change. You will you'll change your mind. You could, that, that, that is a sensible thing to do. We agreed that earlier. Um, and okay, I, I guess what what I guess what people are going to be concerned about is like um, committing to stuff um, now um, for the the land based projects with with this JV. It doesn't sound like you're kind of rushing into huge amounts of of um, capex for that or or, or opex ongoing. So, the, can you give me the sort of structure? Um, of of the deal and over over what period and what do you earn into what do you actually end up with? Yep. So the the expiration phase of this permit one is 2027 and one is 2028, and there is a total of of ten wells that have to be drilled to earn into the block. You can you can you know if you find a discovery you can you can declare a discovery on that and get a development permit or a um, production permit. But for the block, it's 10, 10 wells and uh, 340 kilometers of seismic. For us to earn 50%, we have to, in 2023 and 2024, do the uh, 400 kilometers of 2D seismic. It doesn't mean we're going to do 2D. We might end up doing 3D at a, and you know make put more money into it because we're not just going to do something to qualify for the permit. We're going to actually make sure it, it, you know, gives us something good. But that's the minimal. So it's 341 kilometers of 2D seismic. And we drilled a four wells in 2024. We now have earned 50%. We're, we will always be the operator. And so anything to earn continuing in the future to um, make it from an expiration block to a development block, we have another six wells, which we pay 50-50. If we have a discovery, so we drilled a well and we have a discovery, we test it. If we want to put that on production and perforate, it's now 50-50. So we're only paying 100% for the first four wells and um, seismic to earn into the block. But if we drill one of the first four wells, say we have a discovery, any completion and so on is 50-50. Any development is 50-50. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Okay, you say it's a good deal, and I've heard you say elsewhere, it's one of the best exploration projects that you've seen in your time in the, in the game. And you, you've, you've been around the block, right? Um, so, 
But given the early stage nature of this, is that one of those it's relative type statements or is this based on something? Why do you, why do you, why do you give it such uh, large plaudits or such good plaudits? Yeah, the, the, the reason is if there was nothing found, there, if there was nothing in Turkey around this block, it'd still be a good exploration block because the ban carries from northern Iraq with the huge fields through Syria and then just goes right into uh, into Turkey. But when you start looking at the discoveries we have on the Turkey side, so these, these two blocks, the three blocks actually, it's about 2,250 square kilometers. They were um, given out um, a couple of years ago. And then since then, in, 2000, in December 2022, uh, TPAO, the Turkish Petroleum Company, about 11 kilometers from the eastern border of one of, of the eastern block that we farmed into, found a huge discovery of about 650 million barrels. And then in May this year, they found a billion barrel fields. And it those might be political numbers, but a billion barrels maybe is 400 million. This is very light oil. And so you have these two huge discoveries, which are anticlines, by the way, because they just follow the anticline train, trend in because it's like the, the foothills, the overthrust type thing. But then if you go to the northern part of these this one block, we have other fields that are like 50 million barrels, 5 million barrels. And then right through our block on the northeastern half, there's no seismic, no wells, nothing, right? On the, the southern, southwestern part, there are some, some wells that are fairly old. And the recent one, which they never managed to test, and that's the people that farmed out. So that's the eastern block. On the western two blocks... You have the old fields, ramen, found in the 60s, and also the 80s. And these are these are like many research papers and so on. We're talking 650 million barrels, 1.8 billion barrels, and they're mere kilometers from our border. The ones to the like the recent discoveries are 11, 12 kilometers. Also around these blocks are many 300, 200, 50 million, million barrel fields. So it's not, it's not, you know, like a pie in the sky and it's really trendology. There is trendology, but it's also circled by many proven fields. And then when we look at the work that's been done on these, these blocks, they, they drilled, it's old seismic, some of it, and it's, it's not mapped properly. So when they drilled, they thought they drilled a structure. They had horrendous amounts of uh, staining. And we look at it, most of the tests, they just recovered um, filtrate. They never really actually recovered the formation uh, fluid. But when we have our guys remap it, it turns out a lot of the structures they had are just reflections. They aren't really, really structures. So why is this good? Because we're going to find probably a lot of 5 million and maybe 50 or 20 million barrel fields. But on the most eastern block, there's nothing to say yay or nay. It's anticlinal structures go right through the the, the northeastern part of it, and there's no seismic or anything that uh, prevents you from saying that there could be something there. And and that's the reason why it's it's the the best block I've seen. 
Right. Okay. So, and this is in the um, the wonderfully named Batman province as well. Um, I should say. Well, right. Okay. Um, I think people should perhaps take a look at you know some of the um, producers in the in the region. It's um, it's pretty extensive. Look. Um, I guess we better just let you get on with it, right? That's the, the proof is in the pudding, and um, we want to see how you come at this. Um, you know, so I get it. So it's not a it's not a change of strategy. It's not a segue. We're not, you know, the goal is the same. You've picked up something else as well. You are going to optimize the offshore and get after the onshore as well. Okay, understood. Commissioner Gordon, Gordon understands. <laughs> I, that's a Batman joke, quite a bad one. Um, okay, well, look, we are. Th thanks for coming on the show. Um, stay in touch and let us know how you get on, and we will speak to you soon.